we're back. Yeah, what's up? Welcome to the obligatory podcast. This is Mike Rilhe. Kermit. And uh, this is uh, February 20th, 2018, if you're keeping track of things like that. I wasn't. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm sick, so I apologize for my no more than usual disgusting voice. Yeah, so. yeah. No, no, actually, you got a great voice for this. No, like, I Every time I listen to the, and I believe me, out of like the 12 downloads we have, I'm six of them. So I've heard your voice plenty of times. It sounds great. It's my voice that's keeping no. people from listening to the I got like, I got that like, like, like sandpaper rubbing on his ass voice. Like that's, I don't mm -hmm. like listening to myself. Yeah. That's why I hate editing this. Yeah. I hate it. It's like torture. It's so yourself. torture when I gotta listen to myself. And look at, ugh. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I gotta say, I don't envy you, man. <laughs> you gotta touch it. I only gotta listen to this like once, and then if I'm bored on a long drive, I'll pop it in just because I feel like if you want to all the work to edit together, then I feel like I shouldn't be forced to listen to it too. So. Yeah, you should, but yeah. you don't do it, so it's yeah. okay. No, I do. I do. <laughs> so, all right, enough frizzle frazzle. What'd you do this week? What did I do this week? Um, I had a busy week. Yeah. Um, I got my gun concealed. <laughs> Weapons license. You got a concealed weapon license? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. It was, wow. It was scary. Wow. Because I realized how many ignorant people are getting concealed weapon license. Yeah. Uh, did you have a gun prior to I this? I don't have a gun now. Okay. No. So you just... Come on, concealed. Yeah. So I, I, I have the ability to go get a license and then go get a gun. Okay. And that's it. And then I can just... I can, I can carry it on me. Uh, of course, obeying by the laws. Now, what are the what are the laws in Florida? Like, I know probably twenty years ago, I had buddies who had their conceals and they couldn't take it places that served alcohol, right, or something like that. But right. there's always a way around those things. So, I guess. you know, of course, uh, no, like in the court, um, any kind of law, um, schools, and uh, anywhere. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I had to say that. But um, okay. yeah, just like, just like just general places that you're not supposed to go. The only thing I found interesting was. If like I have you have a gun uh -huh. and you have it, uh, they call it like the three point strap, where it's inside of a holster and it's strapped, and you have it in your glove box. Uh -huh. If you drive, take your kid to school, uh -huh. you're not getting out of the car. You're just drive and dropping them off. You're officially breaking the law because wow. you're on school grounds. I with, did with a gun. I did remember a couple of my buddies told me they're like uh, to carry a gun in your car at one point it had to be like three separate steps. Right. To arm that weapon. And I was like, oh, the clip needs to be kept here. And, and the way they told me, I'm like, so if you're in trouble, you need to get the gun out of the glove compartment, which is locked. Get it out of the case, which is locked. Go to the trunk, dig under the spare tire, get the clip. I'm like, yeah, you're dead by the time no, you that, get to your gun. No, you can have a full, you can have a full clip mm -hmm. or revolver, whatever kind of gun you have. Loaded gun. Loaded. Locked and ready to go. Yeah, in the, in the uh, carrying case mm -hmm. with the strap on mm -hmm. and stuff like that. The scary part was the whole course was titled Concealed Weapons, mm -hmm. uh, Basic 101. And I, I'm not exaggerating this. I had people asking, that people asking the, the teacher, like, but what if, what if I put it underneath my leg when I get pulled over mm -hmm. and you can't see it? It's, mm -hmm. You can't do that. Okay, okay. But mm -hmm. what if it's under the steering wheel? What if I'm I like, put it in my third roll of belly fat? Dude, right? it's concealed. It, they can't see it. That's where I keep it. my oxycodone pills. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. And then, like, if the cop asks you, "Do you have a weapon?" You have to tell him. But what if I tell him 
No, no, no. I, I believe the rule is the same way you deal with if cops are undercover. They have to ask you three times if you have a weapon, <laughs> and on the third time you can be like, oh, okay. oh, you got me, I do have a weapon. And you know, the, you know the saying, you know, don't judge a book by its cover? Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god, there's people that are like, no. No. <laughs> no. Like, why? You're like, I'm not even a professional trained in this, and I'll tell you right now, do not give that guy a gun. Why? Because he looks like every other shooter I've ever he seen. He has a teardrop tattoo. That's I mean, come right. on. He's, his car still has the fuck Obama bumper sticker. Dude, man, it was so bad. We had, had this uh, Arabic guy behind me. Mm. Buff Arabic. And I swear to you, he was so annoying because he acted like he knew every single gun. Yeah. So like the guy we're talking like, oh, that's a Beretta five six seven. Like, mm. shut up, mm. fucker. You just, you just play Call of Duty and now you're like a professional. And like he's kept calling the guy to tell him, can you please mm-hmm. stop? Maybe another bald head lady. Not bald head lady. Like like a bald shaved head. head. Yeah, like, like old white trailer trash white lady. Uh-huh. She's like, my son's leaving to the military and I'm gonna be at home alone by myself. Well, thanks for announcing that to a room full of strangers <laughs> who uh, one guy knows every gun known to man, you know? That's why I was I used to work in the restaurant business, and whenever we got Canadians, and they're like, oh, you Americans, you're so with your guns and everything. <laughs> like, if you come to Canada, we don't we don't even have guns, and we love everybody. We leave our doors unlocked. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't tell gun-carrying Americans that if you come up here, we're, not, we're unarmed and our houses are open, oh, you know? Okay. Yeah. So if you're listening, I'm just saying... Uh, yeah, Canada. Pretty much easy to walk in, take whatever you want, walk out. They'll probably tell you thanks. Yeah, nothing here, nothing mm-hmm. here. That so, over that. And how how many hours did it take for you to be licensed? It was supposed to, to only take two hours, which is also sad. Uh-huh. And it took three and a half, almost four, because this lady kept asking questions. The bald headed one. Yes, mm-hmm. I like about stand your ground, and she was mm-hmm. so ignorant. Mm. She was like, but what if I don't see him, but he's in my doorway, can I shoot him? Like, no, you have to see and they have to mm. come attack you. But, but I what if he's outside five feet from my property and I shoot him, but then I drag him onto my property? Is that allowed? <laughs> and they're doing scenarios where like, you know, like, hey, there we have scenarios where people just walk in because they're drunk because every house looks like a cookie cutter house. Right, right. And they just walk in the wrong and they just pass out in the living room. Don't shoot them. Did she shoot the drunk passed out guy? She would be like, but what if he's in my living room eating a sandwich? Do I shoot him? Like, geez. Like, it was just like, it was just scenarios like that. Like, what if he's beating off to my TV? You know, like, you can't shoot him. You can't shoot him if he's beating off. But he's loving it. <laughs> did, did, I, did I tell you about the body I found, like, two weeks ago? You found a body. I, I was out. I was in uh, I was in Largo, Florida when I did that Tampa Largo. And then, yeah, I, I can't believe I didn't tell you. I, I got pictures of this. You have uh, pictures of a body? I got pictures of a body. Uh, now, hey. hear me out. Hear me out. Aren't you supposed to report this? I, well, this is what I'm getting to. I, I, I was driving home. You know, I'd done the shows. I had a couple of drinks with the booker afterwards. And I was driving home. And uh, right before I got to the highway, uh, it's like a, indu- not industrial, but you know, there's a shopping mall and everything else. I see this body on a sidewalk, and it's got to be like two in the morning, you know? And there's just this body on the sidewalk, but I swore I saw blood around the head. So it's not moving, so I do the thing that you're supposed to do and keep driving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't live out here. The chances of me knowing this guy are nil. You know? <laughs> plus, plus, I, you know, I've, I've seen enough, you know, CSI stuff to know that sometimes there's a guy playing dead, like possum, then you come check on him, and that's when his friends jump out and grab your shit. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. You know? But I got, like, maybe half a mile away. I'm like, God damn it. And I turn around, I pull a Yui, and I do the drive-by again. And it's, it's a pretty busy road. And nobody's come to this guy's assistance, you know, or anything like that. And I see that it is blood. So I do the thing where I'm like, I've had a couple of drinks. I don't want to get involved. I still got a two-hour drive home, but... Ah! You got out of the car? No, I, 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 oh. called, I called the cops. Okay. I, was I called the cops. And I'm like, yeah, there's a body. They're like, well, where are you at? I'm like, I'm not from around here. Uh, the main road I'm on is this. I'm across from the shopping plaza. They have this. They're like... Okay, uh, well, why are you calling? I'm like, well, it's a body, and it's not moving, and I think there's blood by the head. And they're like, and what, what is the name of the person? I'm like, I have no idea. They're like, so you don't know this person? Oh, and shit. And you're just calling in? I'm like, yeah, do people do that? <laughs> and so I just kept pulling Yui's. They're like, well, what kind of car are you driving? Because we have units on the way to the scene. Are you still going to be there? And I'm like, well, I can stay if you need me to, but, like, once again, I have nothing to do with this whatsoever. And they're like, okay, well, what kind of car are you driving so we can tell the police, you know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm driving a white Nissan Versa. And they're like, and how did he end up on the ground? I'm like, I, I walked into the movie halfway through, you know? I'm like, I, I'm, <laughs> sure yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sure there's a story, you know, but I missed it. I was online getting popcorn, and now I'm trying to catch up with like, the rest of you. So uh, they sent units out, and I'm just, like, doing the circle. And then she's like, well, stay on line for hold with the EMT. I'm like, okay. And they put me on with the EMT. They're like, yes, sir, what is what is the victim's name? I'm like, he's a victim? Right. John Doe. You know? I'm like, I honestly don't know. They're like, well, how did he get injured? I'm like, I honestly don't know. And the cops showed up. And I will say this. Before I pulled off, they got the guy, like, sitting up a little bit. So he was obviously alive, not dead, which is great. Oh. But, dude, <laughs> he had blood, like, just caked down the... I know sometimes, like, you fight, you're martial arts. You know sometimes it can be the smallest facial cut that right, right. to that. But, like, this guy had blood. They had him sitting up. He had blood on his shirt. I don't know if this guy got jumped, stabbed, or was just one of those guys who, like, like got in a bar fight out, yeah. or fell and knocked out. But, dude, it was the creepiest thing. And they actually called me back, like, two hours later to be like, did you want to claim him? He's at the hospital. I'm like, I don't know this guy. Do you guy. want to claim him? Yeah. Like, well, we're just trying to track down his next camp. I'm like, I guarantee you know more about him than I do right oh, now. that's crazy. So, yeah, it, it was scary, though. Uh, you know, you did uh, like a citizen's, was that considered? A, a citizen's arrest of a corpse. No, I was going to say a citizen's yeah. arrest of a corpse. But I don't know. No. You know I didn't want to go up and approach him or anything. I didn't know if he had his concealed carry, you know. Ooh, what if you got bitten and turned to the zombies? That's what I thought. That's, that's kind of what I thought, too. Let me see if I can find the picture. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was that creepy guy just taking photos while... <laughs> you didn't Snapchat and then put like little like bunny filters on his head? <laughs> Why wasn't I talking to you during this? Yeah, you just... Uh, you didn't put like little tags like, yeah. it's lit! Like, oh, look, you can even see in the picture his whole face looks like he's got that stigmata thing going on, all the blood and everything. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, but he's alive now. I like to think I'm part of that. But what really probably happened was the guy probably had something bad happen to him, knew he couldn't call the cops himself because he probably has warrants or anything else. So, in retrospect, he's probably healthier, but he's probably locked up somewhere. <laughs> Let's hope so. He's <laughs> So, yeah, so that, that was like two weeks ago. Uh, this weekend, I, uh, I went to Sleuth's, 
sluice. You yeah, put yeah. the sluice over on iDrive. Yeah. I didn't have any gigs booked, so I just wanted to go over there and try out new material. And I had a joke I was psyched about, like all week. I had oh, wrote, I, I wrote it. You know, I worked. I did pen to paper. I talked to a couple of my comedian friends. We blah blah blah. <laughs> and I took it out in front of a great audience at Sluice and not there. Crickets. Not <laughs> how do they say? It? Even the crickets didn't show up for that one. <laughs> like even the crickets were like, no, we're not even chirping at that. Um, great. But I, I think it was. I think it was. Um, it, it was tough because there had been this drunk woman in the audience and she had talked through every comic set. Oh, that's time. nice. And uh, a good friend of mine, Ivy D, who's back out on the scene, had gone up before me. and nice. just Yeah, yeah. Uh, just got talked over and everything else. So I went up and before I started my set, she said something. So I just went in on her hard before I even did my first joke. It's always a treat. And Well, the audience was loving it, though. And like everything she said, it was that, bam, had something right back. Like, she said something at one point, and I'm like, Miss, there's only two things showing right now, it's your roots and your ignorance. <laughs> she had, like, that gangster, ghetto, trailer park. She probably knew the woman that was in the gun class with right, you. Yeah. But she had, like, uh, look, my hair is all brown for six inches and then blonde because I haven't been able to afford to dye it for the bad. past. And, uh, yeah, so she said a couple more things, and I just kept insulting her. She got up, the audience loved it. She got up and walked out, but by that time, the audience is now, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you go into well. Here's how I feel about kiosks, people at the mall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so you, you went soft. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> went into the material. Hard, yeah, into the material that's not. As I hard. To, they're as like, can we go back to when you were ripping into the girl yeah. that's been annoying us all night? That was pretty funny. And then of course she came up at the end of the night and she bought merch. And she was like, uh, so, I see your number's on the card. I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, what's that for? I'm like, well, it goes to my phone. And if you have a question about any of the merch or anything, you can give me a shout. She's like, well, where if I just want to, like, Snapchat at 3 in the morning? I'm like, no, pretty much just the merch. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much the merch. just the merch. Yeah. But it's always funny how it goes from that the person who's wrecking your show always comes up. And not yes. just in this situation. You've had it. Yeah, it's so annoying. Where the guy who's just and thought he was helping you. Yeah. Oh, no, you know we're good, right? You're yeah. good, man. You're good, man. You're funny as fuck. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you, should, you should just shut up and let me do my jokes. <laughs> and that, that called me through the whole damn set. Only had five minutes, asshole. So, so where were you last weekend? You were actually, were you back in, uh... Portal? Were you back in Portal last weekend? <laughs> yeah, that was in Portal. Well, we talked, about last, we talked about last podcast, but I left something out. Oh, well, yeah, because you weren't in Portal last weekend. Well, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't remember. where were you this past weekend? Where was I this past weekend? Did I have a show this past weekend? No, I didn't. I'm asking. Uh, you got me, me confused. Oh, okay. Well, I just, uh, so... What what happened that you wanted to bring up? Oh, at Portal. Yeah. Oh, I forgot because uh, you know I, I uh, opened for uh, Jersey and Marley Star, mm -hmm. and when we got there, because Marley Star is pissed off at me. You drove him up there, don't you? Right. But he's still like not even like angry, angry. Just like yeah. I'm a piece of shit asshole, pissed off. Well, what I did to him was uh, we got the Portal, mm -hmm. and I had to use the bathroom real bad. Right. And I took a huge shit, uh, and I flooded the toilet. <laughs> but then he had to take his shit. Uh, <laughs> he was standing there. Oh, he was doing the dance. Yeah. And like, I felt kind of like, I felt bad there was no plunger. Oh. And I did like the biggest thing. It's like my, like I did the double flush before taking the shit. Mm -hmm. And uh. And it just didn't go down? No, no, no. Like before I took a shit, like I cleaned water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I cleaned it like a, like a janitor yeah. Mexican cleaned it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh. I tried to help him out, so I shoved my hand in there and tried to unclog it, but that didn't help. I know, it's disgusting. 
No, you didn't. I swear to you. No, you, you put your hand. I just shoved it and I tried to grab the toilet paper and rip it out, but it didn't work out. So, <laughs> don't give me that look. I just. It works sometimes. It works sometimes. I just did that. It's my shit. Who gives a ah, fuck? Ah! <laughs> I shook your hand today, man. Yeah, but I washed it. Yeah, that never comes off. That never comes off. Never. Oh, whatever. Never. It comes off. Never. So, uh. Yeah, so I dug my hand and it didn't work. So, uh. So he had to follow you. So I washed it, yeah, yeah. So then I opened up the door and then he's like tripping. He's like, oh, come on. Oh, just come on. So I, I got the. The janitor, janitor of the yeah, place. Yeah. Let's aim it. My man, my my buddy filled the toilet and <laughs> shit it all in. And I blink, and the guy walking, oh, I got it. And I, I walked in with him. Mm-hmm. And Marty's like, Marty's like, man, I can't. Believe. Like, dude, I cannot believe you shit that toilet. Uh, and the guy's like, man, you've been eating a lot, haven't you? And he's like, well, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. And I walked out. <laughs> and so, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hates me right now because I blame the shitting. And then I kept making fun of him on stage. Like, dude, I can't believe you shit. <laughs> You're mean, man. And I helped him. I dug my hand in there like a trooper, man. I tried to pull it out, but yeah, it didn't work no, out. Yeah, I'm trying to overlook that part, but you just keep bringing it back up. You just keep bringing it, it all the way to my elbow. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got those little kids' hands. They can fit around you, Ben's. But it didn't work, man. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of toilet paper. Yeah, uh, this week's pretty cool, actually. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, what's it? Uh, oh. Uh, Wednesday, I'm at the uh, Improv for the Young Guns of Comedy show. Mm-hmm. I'm hosting that one. I think Cat Miller's closing it out. Uh, then uh, Friday and Saturday, I'm in Lakeland opening for Mike Winslow, sound effects guy from. Uh, oh, please got him. Yeah, please got yeah. I've got to work with him quite a bit over the years. Really nice guy, and the thing that's really cool is every time I see him, he, like he could tour and do the same 45 minutes for the rest of his life. <laughs> But he always has like new stuff. He's always adding. Oh, that's cool. One of his bits that he does is uh, he has the TV screens behind him, and he does like a six-minute scene from Star Wars where he does every part of it. He does the oh, lasers from the hilarious. ships. He does all the character voices. He does any like clanging when they're walking around inside the Falcon. Yeah, he does seen, background music. Here has he? Uh, he actually lived up in Sanford for a while. Uh, I think. Let's see. I think the first time I ever worked with him with uh, was Blue Martini over at Millennium Mall. Was doing comedy for a while, and uh, he was over there. And Carmen Valone was featuring for him. And Carmen called me up and he was like, "Hey man, you want to come meet Mike Winslow?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." But the funny thing is, I had met Mike Winslow back in like 1996 or 97 as just a kid going to a comedy club, you know. But this was actually get to meet him as a comic, and since then we've probably worked together five or six times. So I'm opening for him over there Friday and Saturday at the Winter Circle in Lakeland. And then uh, I got to hop in a car. Uh, Sunday, I drive up to Charlotte, North Carolina to pick up Dustin Diamond. And then Screech! Screech! And then we're on like a... That night we do Greenville, South Carolina. Then we do Atlanta, Georgia the next night. Then we do Huntington, Alabama the next night. Then we do the Star Dome in Birmingham, Alabama the next night. Then we do Nashville, Tennessee on Thursday at Zany's. So it's like I'm exhausted just listening. four dates in five days or something like that. So Ugh. yeah, it'll be busy. And then I come home and I got like nothing on the schedule until like January. Until January. No, it's like I, my schedule has some holes. Like right. the whole month of May, June, July. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. How about you? Anything coming up this weekend? No. 
Nothing. Nothing. I got another week of nothing. I mean, oh, besides open mics. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I, I realize I do a lot of open mics. Mm-hmm. I do, I'm going to be, I do a Monday. My normal days are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you're supposed to be doing, man. Yeah. But then right. now it's going to be like Monday, Tuesday, because that other room's going to open up. Probably uh-huh. that. Then Wednesday. And then Thursday, Gene opens up a room. And I might do shot skis again. Uh-huh. Friday, Drunken Monkey. Right. And then Sunday. I'll take Saturday off. Yeah. You know, I, I still love it because... Unless I do. We do have a lot of, like, good rooms to work we out. We have tons of rooms here. And it's funny because I'll show up at some rooms and, like, younger comics, like, we're talking, you know, less than six months in, they'll see me, they're like, oh, what are you doing at Open Mic? You're a working comic. I'm like, yeah, because I'm a working comic. I'm at the Open Mic. Especially, especially if I don't have any real shows booked that week. It's like, man, I just need to get up. I need to get up to make sure, because you've been there, man. You take like a week or two and not performing, and it's just the, it's the simplest things. It's just a little, you feel a little bit behind. It's a little bit of a stumble. You forget a tag that you've been having. So, yeah, you got to stay up. You got to stay fresh. And yeah. I'm happy to do three minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> so, I'm good to go. What else you got? You, you uh, I saw a body a couple of weeks ago. You, you saw a fight this week? Well, if you consider that a fight. Where was it? What was it all about? I uh, was in a parking lot. Where? At Aldi's. You... <laughs> what was it? It's like, that was my quarter in the car. That was my quarter in no, the it was, car. It was, a, it, was a, uh, it was a father whooping his kid's ass. How, how old? What was the age difference here? Like, I don't know. I mean, the father and the kid. I don't know the age difference. Well, I'm talking about was it like the father was like in his, you know, 50s and the son was like in his 30s and they were arguing? No, or the, was kid, it like the kid a, was like maybe like the oldest, I would say 11. Oh, uh, okay. And then the father just... So you, you witnessed not a fight, you witnessed child abuse. I w- well, I don't know. And you said nothing. Well, I, I just... You see something and you said nothing. Like the only thing that went through my head, I was like, what did that kid do? <laughs> like, I didn't like... Like that little shit. I wanted to do something. Yeah, you should have. But then I realized I was, like the, I was like the same height of the kid. Yeah. And I didn't want to get my ass hooked. You should have so. jumped in there. So no. I'll handle this. Take the kid and pull some punches. Be like, dude, you know this well, is the worst thing. Well, what if the guy went my ass? Yeah, but no. And then you go like, what did that kid do? You go in pretending you'd be on the father's side. And then you fight the kid, but you pull your punches a little bit. <laughs> just, like, I just watched it. Wow. It how'd it work out? That kid got his ass. <laughs> I was hoping the eleven-year-old came back with like a super. No, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if this kid's gonna lose his shit. Man, no, I can't. Man, this is, I didn't know like what to do. Like I felt weird. You, you just. I think you do what everybody does. You go, hey, and then you pull out your phone and you record it. That's what you're supposed. Is to that do. what you're supposed to do? That's what you're supposed to. Do. I didn't say shit. I just looked at it. And then loaded my grocery and drove See, I guess off. that's the difference between you and I, Kerm. I'm finding dead bodies <laughs> after having quite a few drinks going, I'm probably going to get a DUI on this one. I mean, he wasn't punching the kid and in the you... face. He was just spanking the shit out of him. Oh, just, it was just open hand spankings? It was open hand, but he was spanking wherever he could hit. <laughs> well, that's, that's slapping. That's <laughs> not spanking. That's not spanking, Kerm. It's like, <laughs> like a spank is like a tap on the butt. Like, no, hey, it's, do he was, he's holding him by the hand. Like, whack, mm. whack. And I was just like, should I say something? Mm. You ever get beat by your dad? Oh, plenty of times. Yeah, for what? What did it take? I was like, a horrible kid. Yeah, I know. I mean... I've heard I, about your best fight days. I would just get my ass whooped for not knowing a math problem. <laughs> and then we wonder how come you have no memory of childhood. How come, I don't think it was concussions from sparring that you struck your dad and you won too many times. My father was the kind of dad like um, that would... Uh, 
raise his voice mm -hmm. if you didn't get the answer right mm -hmm. and thinking that raising his voice would make you figure out the problem mm -hmm. that never worked yeah it's kind of equivalent to the white people when they meet like someone who speaks spanish not english they just speak english louder <laughs> and expect like uh no update this i got this honey where is the mall <laughs> and then the guy oh he is dead <laughs> yeah, that, that was my dad. That was my dad. He just raised his voice and then, then he'll hit me yeah. and then he'll call me an asshole and, and I think, I'll get an F. I think Americans are the only people that do that too because like I've had people come up to me in like airports and like Lowe's and speak Spanish to me and when I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish, they never go, Oye, tengo Alejandro en Espanol! And then I'm like, oh yeah, no, aisle seven. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse role. How's it feel, motherfucker? How's it feel? <laughs> that was like uh, Kevin White was working on this joke uh, about you know how when you when you're feeding a baby you do like the airplane mm -hmm. like the airplane with the food and I'm like yeah that's pretty good and for some reason it just caught me as funny I'm like you think they do that to pilots on their first day <laughs> like oh come on buddy here's the thing we're gonna go in now just think of yourself you're just a big spoon you're just <laughs> this big spoon and the hanger. <laughs> It's just a mouth. I you just want to get the food into the mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's okay, you'll get it next you'll time. You'll get it next time. <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh, I could not be a pilot. That would be a horrible job. Yeah, well, you have to stack up phone books to see them. Oh, see, that's what you're going with shit. No, I'm they just got saying, they're bucket hydraulics. seats. The seats they're come buckets. up. The seats come up? Yeah, they have hydraulics on it. Yeah, have you been in a cockpit? You been in a cockpit? Have you been in a cockpit? I'm not answering that. Have you been in a cockpit? I have you seem to know a lot about the hydraulics I've of a been, cockpit. I've been in a cockpit. You really know what goes up and down I in do. a cockpit. I really yeah, do. Yeah. I've been yeah. in a cockpit. You've been in a cockpit. It was roomy, actually. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. A lot of space mm -hmm. to sit on. That, did, no. Did they give you your little wings when you went up there? I did give my little wings. Did you get your little wings? wings. Yep, and then I ordered uh, two Jack and Cokes, <laughs> and it was great! <laughs> I like it. I was 34. <laughs> uh, you good with flying? Do you fly at all? I suck at flying. Yep, well... I'm not like, I mean, not being flying, but yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a big... I'm not a big... If I can avoid getting on an airplane, I will. Yeah. I don't yeah. do well, man. I don't, I don't like it. Dude, when I... It doesn't make sense. When I, I remember when I went on my first trip where I had to take a plane to do, like, paid comedy. And I was like, oh my god, I'm a comedian now. I had to get on a plane. I had to go somewhere. And, it, and it's like, uh, yeah, now I could care less if I ever see an airport again. Like, I hate, hate trying. I'm driving on this trip, and part of me is, like, my first spot is Greenville, South Carolina. And part of me is actually happy about that. Like, I would rather be in a car for eight hours than go to an airport, go through, wait for the plane, I don't know, be in a plane. And, like, I go back and forth between being, like, what do you call it when you just get claustrophobic? Is it claustrophobic? Yeah. Like, I had something happen where I got stuck in an elevator for, like, two minutes, like, four years ago. <laughs> two and minutes. Dude, oh, shit. I've never had problems with this in my life, but, like, four years ago had that happen, and that was enough for me. Now, like, if, if I don't think about it, I'm okay, but I catch myself on the plane, and I start thinking about, like, I can't get up and leave right now. I can't. <laughs> like, I am here, and there's nothing. And if that guy messes up, 
You're fucked. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And it starts freaking with me in my head. And so, like, you, so you still have that problem though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like flying. But you don't like. You know, it sounds like not flying. But you don't like being like. In where you can't leave. Areas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you never show up to <laughs> open mics. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> that one, I gotta leave this place. Well, it's funny too because it goes to uh, people are always been like, hey, you know. Uh, you, I bartend for years, and then I do the stand-up comedy stuff, and people are like, man, it must be so scary up there. I'm like, no. You know, I bartend in some really busy places, and I loved it because everybody's crammed in on that side, and this is my area That's your little here. dome, yeah. Yeah, and the stage, you know, have you tried to sit at a comedy show you're not on? It's fucking miserable. Oh, your shoulder, so miserable. It's like Benny Hanna. You're sitting near people you don't want to know, and like you're elbow to elbow, and everybody's crowded in. Dude, I would a hundred times rather be the guy going up on that stage even if I'm bombing that night I'm like well, I get to walk back to my green room with yeah. the chairs and the TV in my own bathroom if I'm not doing comedy that's why I volunteer to do sound <laughs> just like, to get your own yeah, just, yeah, my, I'll do sound I'll do sound the whole two hour show I don't give a shit I think I told you too like uh, you know when I was first started flying people would sit down next to you and they're like oh where are you heading oh a comedian I'm going somewhere oh, and now it's just to the point where that starts too many conversations so like we were talking earlier guys do one open mic and call themselves a comedian I think the longer you're in it the less you tell people what you really do <laughs> if you're not a household name like I, I think I said sometimes I'm a janitor yeah, yeah. like where are you oh where are you going out to Vegas for janitor convention conversation janitor but you know what and you know what if they ever push me for a story now i'm going to tell them about the time i had to shove my hand up a toilet to unclog it and so I, should end i'm it. the professional they're, janitor, they're not, not they're not going to wake me up to pass them drinks when i pass out what seat do you, what seat do you take on the plane what seat always window me too always, always window. window unless i'm with my girl then i'll take middle yeah, because I'm a bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you don't want her. Like I'm the same way at the movies. Like I I'll be sitting next to the stranger before. Yeah. You know, because I don't need to look over and they're holding hands. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I, I like to get the window because number one, I go to the bathroom before because I I've never used an airplane bathroom. Like never. Oh, I'm scared. I took a shit once. Really? That's horrible. I don't want to be that guy. It's like the whole plane's focused on you. Like that's but that's some pressure. There's a line. It's pretty amazing. You're shitting in the sky. Mm, yeah. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you got a whole different kind of mile high club going on over there. You're like, you ever take a dump at thirty thousand feet? Here's <laughs> your poop pin. There's my thing. I get little yeah. wings. I get little, little wings. poop with wings. The poop, poop emoji with, with wings. wings on, yeah. There we go. We got our first sticker for the show. <laughs> you got your poop pin. Poop pin. Poop wings. And uh, yeah, yeah. No. So I always, uh, I'm the least. I want, I want to be able to, even if it's not the view. I like controlling the window because if it's too bright, I'm shutting that shit down. You know, oh, we wanted to see a view. You should have got the window seat. And more importantly, if I pass out, I'm not gonna like need to get people get up and get by. Yeah. Man, I got stuck on middle on a couple of them and um, wow, fuck it. You got any bad like shits, like bad stories about airplanes? Like what's your worst? <sighs> you know, I can't even off the top of my head think of anything. No? Because, you know, there's, there's the stuff like, uh, you know, just where your flight gets delayed, 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 then canceled. And then they're like, oh, but we're going to give you a voucher. And yeah, that doesn't fucking get me home today. All right. <laughs> you know, and then there's just, um, there's the times when you, they ask you, like, you got the perfect seat. Like this has happened to me like five or six times. I'll have the perfect seat, the perfect seat. And then the person sitting next to me is like with her 
daughter who's eight years old, but they booked late. So the daughter's like crying as they drag her to see in the back of the plane. And I'm like, I don't want to give up. And the, of course, the daughter's in a middle seat in the back of the plane where the seats don't go back. And you just see her bawling. And I'm like, all right, take my goddamn uh, window seat. And I'll go sit back here between, you know, fucking run DMC. <laughs> run DMC? <laughs> Dude, it's always, you never, you never switch seats to a better seat. Not in my, like I hear about comics getting upgraded all the time. Oh, yeah, I got upgraded to first class. Now, I'm always downgraded into, like, you know... I got upgraded on Frontier. It's amazing. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's bullshit. Well, Frontier, what's that mean? Like, it means you're part of the emergency exit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they just... Frontier is... a lot the, more room, though. Frontier is like they took the bleachers from the old Mets stadium and just bolted them in. Frontier seats are, like, molded out plastic. There's no cushions on it. Frontier is the equivalent of taking a bus with wings, dude. It's just like, hey, we said no food. You show one? <laughs> Frontier is like, hey, you can get a ticket for $12, but your luggage is going to cost you $360. Oh, no, that's Spirit. That's, that's Frontier and Spirit. Oh, okay. Frontier and Spirit. Yeah. Like that. Spirit's great. Yeah. So I think we got uh, we got time for one more thing real quick. What you got? Well, airplane story? or You got an airplane story? I mean, I just, I, I, like, you made me realize how much of an asshole I am. Oh, have I? I bullied an old man. What? Into, like, moving. What? It was me and my buddy. Uh-huh. And we're sitting, and then the, the old man came, mm-hmm. and he was sitting on the end. And it was in that packed plane, there's like rows open. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, look, there's a row, you should go move and uh, sit over there. He's like, but, uh, I was like, no, you should move and uh, go sit over there. Wow, and you're an asshole, man. <laughs> and he moved. <laughs> you know, when we started doing this, I thought, oh, this will be great, because Kevin will be a good balance to my douchiness. And now I'm finding out you're just a prick. Yeah, I'm a prick. Yeah, man. I'm that's, awful. That's horrific. And then, like, I, I would never... In my life again, drink naked uh, juice. You know that naked juice? You ever seen that naked juice? Uh, is it like that really, really health juice stuff? Yeah. And oh. that just gives you the runs, huh? Oh, I was right shit in my pants on that plane, and it stunk mm. so bad. I ate like egg muffin Ooh, too, uh, and I was that guy. Yeah, I, I hate those people too. I was just shitting Not, the whole plane. Did you, did you see that? That happened, I think, in Italy this week. They actually landed a plane... And pulled four people off because one guy refused to stop farting. <laughs> Did you see that? No. He refused to start to stop farting, so they landed the plane. And number one, like I get it, but number two, how can you tell a guy yeah. just don't? Like, was he like lifting his leg? Like, yeah, I'm burn. pretty. I'm pretty sure it was a. Uh, it was a couple of guys doing it for you know, but I guess there were two girls who got booted off with them, and now the girls are suing, saying we weren't part of that, and blah 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 blah. But we were queefing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, man. I, the other thing that annoyed me, like, before I put on a little bit of weight, was I was so scrawny that I would end up... And did you see where they were charging, like, bigger people for a while? They were charging them for extra seats. Yeah, because you guys are fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not us guys, but guy, yeah. Fat fucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was shitty because, like, I'd get stuck next to a fat guy and he'd be, like, flowing into my seat. And it's not like once that I get a discount, like, if we're going to do this, let's do it fairly. Like, why should I pay full price for a kid ticket when he's only taking up this much square footage? Like, if you're going to charge fat people, like, oh, you got to pay for an extra seat, then I should be able to shove two kids into one seat and be like, that's fair. How fat is fat for a plane? Like, 300 pounds? You know, that's, that's funny, too, because, like, now, it's, seats used to be, even in coach, used to be a little bit wider and everything else. And now, I like, I'm a... I'm matchbox. I'm almost like 200 now, you know, but 
I'm not huge by any stretch of imagination, but even me in my seat now goes, man, you know, 10 more pounds, this would be pretty freaking uncomfortable. And you, you gotta admit, dude, like, we take a lot of shit for being short the rest of the time. But being short when you get uh, on a plane. I sit with my legs crossed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, no, 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 I didn't check any bags because you know what? I fit everything in the seat in front of me and I'm still swinging Sweet. my legs, eating a grand cracker like a little kid. Sitting down, it's been yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, that's the great part about being short. Well, uh, I think we were talking about keeping it short. Yeah, we're gonna end it now because we gotta do. Uh, we got things to do. We got things to do. Yeah, but uh, so uh, yeah, check me out. Uh, like I said, I'll be on the road. You can check out my website, uh, Mike Hurley. Mike with a Y, H-E-R-L-I-H-Y.com. Uh, if you're in anywhere uh, this week, Lakeland, I'll be with Michael Winslow Friday and Saturday. And then, uh, like we were talking about earlier, Sunday through Thursday, I'm with Dustin Diamond. Come out, say hi, check the show. We're going to be at the uh, we're going to be at the Combi Zone of Greenville, uh, South Carolina. Then we're going to be at the Punchline in Atlanta. Uh, we're going to be at Stand Up Live in Huntington, Alabama. Uh, we're going to be at the Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama, and then we're going to be Zanies in Nashville. And the thing I'm really excited about, I haven't done any of these clubs before. Oh, cool. So it's always cool to go in a place you haven't been and make those new connections and work a new room. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have a blast. How about you, man? What do you got coming up? I, um, you can catch me on Xbox in my house doing nothing this whole week and uh dude i should have brought you on the road with us you could just host it and drove there you myself. go oh see that's the, that's the downside the and driving drove, you yeah oh motherfucker i gotta do it you think i'm not gonna pass that <laughs> maybe next time we'll, we'll plan for it all right so uh yeah thanks for listening to the obligatory podcast with kermit and mike and uh i think that's it that's it man all right we're out, out. peace